me fucked up You ain't got a problem, but you want one I don't want nobody in my car, If I want a nigga, I'ma call one You niggas got me fucked up I don't even think that I can love All right, ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to another Hershey Me Vogue episode I'm Asia, and today I brought the most specialist, bestest awesomest most wonderful most beautiful most amazing guest in the world the only person i would say knows me better than uh yourself my mama or myself yeah <laughs> i'd like to introduce my best friend Janika. we have been friends since we were how old girl well jesus yikes Forever, basically. Can we? Can that just be the thing now? Like we just don't give it like a year or an age. Forever. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say how old we are now. I, was I mean, gonna I wasn't say. gonna do that either. But I feel like every time I'm like, we've been friends since we were twelve. It just feels like, oh god. Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> Considering that our 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 oldest kids are a little bit older than we were when we met. Now it's like. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, but we do everything in sync, so. That's very true, but that's insane. Yes, but it's just a testament to how awesome we are and how awesome our friendship is. That's a good point. So, you know, I usually have my awesome co-host Mike with me on these videos and other people, but. I just, I slid in though, I slid in. No, I needed some sister time, okay? I needed some girl time so we can talk about some real stuff with no men around. That, and it's like, we can't do it in person either because yeah. of COVID and distance. So shout out to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then, I mean, we spend hours on the phone like every day. So it may have sense. been recorded some of these conversations. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But then people will probably get a little more insight into our crazy. But who knows what they're going to get today? There's no telling. Look, there's no telling. <laughs> Surprise! We're both batshit crazy. And there's wine. And there's drinks. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Janika. Well, seeing as you're the guest. Yes, right. I am the um, guest. I'm gonna go ahead and let you start us off. What you wanna talk about, girl? You know what? One thing that always sticks out in my mind, and this is honestly coming from social media, is entitlement. Mm. And it's not just with dating, but it's with everything. It's mm. an outstanding expectation that you were owed something mm -hmm. because of how you feel. Totally disregarding the other person's feelings but you have this insane notion that you are, that you deserve this. This is yours just because you want it. One is extremely juvenile because how old are we? It is, it's, it's extremely juvenile that you can't even accept someone else's feelings or validate them and see them from their perspective. It's like, I want it. So therefore naturally you need to want it too. Uh -huh. It's also extremely narcissistic because you don't consider anything else in the situation but yourself and your feelings. Mm. One that I always get, and I'm pretty sure any attractive woman has gotten this a lot, is God hops in your DMs. 
and he hit you with whatever spiel that he hit you with. Good morning, beautiful. You know, I just peeped your page. You know what I'm saying? Like something That's crazy. Whatever he, you, know, way, you know what I'm saying? Or even better with our fellow woke ones. Great great rising queen. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. You know what I'm saying? Where they try to lock you in with a really good greeting. And they explain to you why they're interested or whatever their interest or attention may be. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, I'm not interested. And then they go on to say, well, I'm a good dude. I got this going and I have that going. And it's like, eh, 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 pump your brakes. After I said I was not interested, you should have been like, okay, I respect that. Have a good day, love. That's a fact. I did not need any additional dialogue other than that. Because what women do, and I'm pretty sure men do this also when women hop in their DMs, I'm going to go directly to your profile. Mm-hmm. And if there is zero physical attraction, we have nothing else to talk about. Thanks. Especially if you have not even piqued my interest intellectually. Mm-hmm. You didn't know. You didn't even do some homework like, oh, she might be a Star Wars fan. Let me pop up with a little something special. You didn't put, provide no effort other than the same cookie cutter shit you send to every woman that you find attractive. Mm-hmm. But you wanted me to go for it. When I didn't, you wanted to explain why I should pick you. Mm. That's not how that works. I mean, men are pick me's too. They be acting like they're not, but men are pick me's too. It is. It's just like, uh, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. I want to be your husband. I want to do this. I want to do that. Come out of nowhere with these grand romantic imaginary gestures because we don't know each other. We haven't engaged physically. We haven't developed a real rapport. Exactly. And it's like, oh, this is what I can provide. And it's just like, that's fine and dandy, but I don't give a fuck if you're providing Jesus's dick. If I don't like you, <laughs> it's not going to go any further. Yeah, but my if thing too is, 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 is when they come at you with those type of grand gestures or promises, right? I'm just like, if I jumped on those things, you should be worried about me. Because I haven't taken the chance to get to know you. That means I'm only invested because of what I think you can do for me. Yes, it's I'm only interested in what you can provide or quote unquote. It's hypothetical because if when you don't know someone, you really don't know that they can provide it. Facts. You don't. You have nothing to go off on. So in most dating situations, especially online, I'm going solely off physical attraction. Mm-hmm. But physical attraction is extremely important. If I'm not attracted to you, especially if I haven't had any other dialogue other than your nondescript, extremely vague ass greeting, this is all I have to go on. And then what you decide to post on your profile, which is usually way too much or not a lot at all. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) um, I'm not going to engage in that. And then you didn't even take the time to try to engage me intellectually. Yeah. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Mm hmm. I mean, I feel like that's extremely simple. See, for me, like, I've always, I mean, it's not like you don't know this. You've known every man I've ever dated in my life. <laughs> and likewise. And vice versa. But. And that just was really terrible. I was pretty, I was going to say that was real scary. <laughs> standard right there. You're the standard right there. But Ooh. attraction grows on me. Like, I don't think I've yes. ever you been with somebody. gone with the initial attraction. Yeah, no, I don't be like, I mean, of course you can't look like a booger wolf. You know what I'm saying? No, of course. But, you have to carry yourself a certain way, but your your love is like fungus. It has to grow. 
does. It's not instantaneous. It, it's just like, oh no, you're attractive. It's cool. Wait, wait, you're a little smart too. Okay, I could kind of rock with this. And it gradually builds. Yes. You know what I mean? Then when I'm, I'm like, in, I'm like, girl, he fine as you. You see my book? He's the sexiest thing in the world. That works for you. But see, but that's always have it's how you've been, honestly, yeah. since we were kids. Mm-hmm. Because I don't I don't feel like we initially was like, boom, we're best friends. Nah. I was a dick. I was like, so you got braces? Wow. You got hit by the ice cream truck? What type of shit is that? <laughs> like, you were like, I left, I left one school from being bullied and here come this bitch. But it, <laughs> but it didn't take long for me to be like, okay, take off the dick mask, throw it in the garbage. Let me try to be empathetic. And then it was like, almost after that, it was like, okay, she stopped being an asshole. She's kind of nice. I guess she's a little funny. We're both a little awkward. Let's be friends. And then but it was this like, is how childish yeah. friendship works. Yes. It is. You know what I mean? Once you get older, you start to look a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. But entitlement, listen, women, we do it too. Yeah. You know, we expect, not we, let me not generalize. Some women expect mm-hmm. a man to provide for them financially initially while bringing very little to the table. Mm-hmm. I do this with my homeboys all the time. And honestly, being on social media, I see it every day where it's like a man has to pay this and he has to pay that. Now, most men that I know, when they are in a committed relationship or married, they have no problem providing financially because you share a domicile. Mm -hmm. You're probably both raising kids together. That makes sense. That's a logical investment. But for me to have just met you or possibly have been talking to you for maybe a couple of weeks to a month, Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I expect him to pay this bill or to pay that bill. And he has to make this amount of money and do this. But it's like, you don't hit any of those marks yourself. Mm-hmm. So how does that happen? Men do it too. She got to add this. She got to be in shape. You know what I'm saying? She has to have this job and that job. She can't have no kids. But meanwhile, sir, you got six kids by five different women, barely making twelve fifty an hour. Girl. You got four tires around your waist, but you want Girl. me to have a back. How does that work? Facts. She got to have like, in What delusional world do you live in? A world of entitlement where you feel like this because yeah. you want it, you can have it. You don't got to work for it. And that's not how it works out here in these streets. It is not. But I also I think the flip to. side of that too is like, like when whenever like dudes come at me like that, because it happens, you know what I mean? Like, what? You don't want me? What? You know what I mean? The question I ask myself is, what woman made you feel like that? Like, mm-hmm. what woman set her standards so low? You know what I'm saying? Like, that she, I've that encountered she so many took- women who are just so desperate to be a part of a pair that they just accept anything. You know, so some might not even have standards other than him being just a man. And men mm-hmm. get accustomed to this or yep. get accustomed to not having to work for anything. Because it's just handed to them through desperation. Yep. Or you think you can just buy me. And I'm like. Yes. Whereas it's like, let me offer you everything monetarily. Let me pay this bill. Let me buy this thing, whatever it is that you said you might have wanted to attempt to impress you or attempt to mask my shortcomings that will eventually come to head. Exactly. And now you got a Birkin bag from a bitch. Like I can't. (laughs) Or a stalker. A cheater. Right. You rocking Louboutins by a nigga that's fogging your windows up. 
Oh God, like a whole serial killer. She's looking for you in the daytime with a flashlight. But you look but cute while you dying, like, bitch. You look cute while exactly. you dying. It is, but again, entitlement works for friendships where you expect me to be a thousand percent available for you. So basically, screw the rest of what I have going on in life. My goals, my plans, those of us who are parents of multiple children, who work full-time jobs, I expect you to be at my beck and call. What? Yeah, I've, I've definitely experienced that. I think in other ways, entitlement can come to a head. Those two are the constants that I constantly deal with. With dating, definitely. And then with friendship. With men a lot, it's like, I'm going to throw every single bit of money at you to catch your attention. And mm-hmm. then expect you to bust it wide open. Uh, or even like when the relationship is over. Yes. It's I, I expect to consistent, uh, consistently have your heart still and have full access to you, even though we're really not involved anymore. That one's worse because that has the low key stalker shit going on. Yes. It does. It's because it's like, you know that we're over. You know that I'm not interested. I've fallen out of love, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then they're sending you messages, calling you, popping up at the crib. Or they have a crisis. Con- or several. <laughs> they yeah. expect you to still be there for them in the same capacity as when you were together. And it's like, that's not how that works. Our relationship dynamic is like, has completely changed or is non-existent. Exactly. Exactly. Like, honestly, the only people I still keep in contact regularly are the people I have kids with. And I'm like, if I'm not tied to you in that way, I'm not going to be there for you in that capacity. That's insane because that requires an extreme amount of emotional work. And I'm not doing it. Exactly. And I don't, I feel like if, if I owe you that much, then you owed me to do the right thing. We would still be together. That part. <laughs> That's also. Oh Lord, girl. It's hard out here. <laughs> hard out here in these streets. It's hard out here in these streets. All right, so let's move on to one of these other. Girl. Reciprocal energy is the other thing that fucking smacked me in the forehead just now. Wow. It kind of ties into entitlement. If I do not share the same energy, we're not, it's not a consistent flow Mm -hmm. at all. It's a a roadblock right here. That Mm -hmm. means we're not getting anywhere. Yep. That's it. That's all that means. We're not getting anywhere because how can we? You feel a certain kind of way or you've decided to connect yourself to me, but I have not returned that sentiment at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of people are not willing to accept that level of rejection where it's like, I went all in with mm-hmm. you or I wanted to. And even though you don't feel the same way, I'm going to keep pushing it. Ugh. And it is, it's like that, it, that's exhausting. You know, one, it's not fair to either person. It's not fair to the person pushing because you're never going to get what you really want. Nope. And then it's not fair to the person who's being pushed because then you're making me feel like I am batshit crazy. Or I'm doing something wrong. Or I'm doing something wrong, exactly. And yeah. that is unfair where it's like you have to second guess yourself just because 
you don't share the same energy. You don't share the same intention. And, and, and it is, that's extremely unfair. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I would never want to put someone in that position where it's like, on either side, I like you so much. And I want you, I want you, I want you. And even though I see that you don't want me back, I'm going to still push it. Because I feel like mm-hmm. I'm great. I'm amazing in my head. This may or may not have been proven. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to feel the exact same way off rip. And that's hard. Some people take a lot longer. Yeah, I'm not a dive in head first kind of person not, at all. You are slow and steady. I'm definitely the one who jumps out the window a lot quicker. Yeah, no, see, because for me, I'm like, once I jump out the window, I'm likely going to land on your ass and walk the fuck away. So I try not to jump out the window very often. I have cat-like reflexes. (laughs) So even if I hop out this window, I can land on my feet and hop into another nigga yard. Just saying. Yes, bitch. (laughs) I mean, it might be like, oh, I thought he was everything in life. Oh, he's not. That's cool. Where is it? Is it? Oh, that door is open. Let me go over there. Exactly. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Like I'm not. You're not built that way. No, it's like slow and steady wins the race for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Then when I get there, like when I lock in, oh, then I can run right with you. But I gotta get there. You know what I mean? And if and and if you if you push it, then I'm less likely to do it at all. Because it pushes you away, but it also makes you feel like you are losing your choice and your control you know what i mean like that's what it kind of feels like it's like you are mm-hmm. you're not giving me the choice to say no because you keep pushing and yeah. it is like again we're back to it being really unfair yeah because then it's like i don't want to you don't want to be hurt you don't want to hurt someone else yeah. you don't want to um you know what I mean? It seemed like, because it makes you ask yourself, like, am I doing too much? Am I giving up the wrong impression? Am I not? You know what I mean? Like, it, but some it, people, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm like, I hate to say that I've gone through that experience before. And it was like an entanglement that I was really trying to get out of. It was extremely short term, but this person keeps popping up. And I'm like, we've already expressed that this is not a good look for either one of us. I've let go. But for whatever reason, you keep pushing. At this point, it's no longer a shared interest. Now you're looking a little crazy. Just a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say that was one of the points we had, like being intentional versus being obsessive, right? Like, where it is like, it's very, it's, it's very easy in your mind to know what you want or to know what you think you want. You know, so someone who might be a really good communicator can express that to someone that they're interested in. Mm-hmm. But if that is not a shared interest, you're hitting a wall and you're not really going to get anywhere, which is what's pretty bad about it. And it becomes obsessive once it is clear that you're not going to get that reciprocated energy and you keep trying to get the same result. This is literally the definition of insanity. Keep doing the same things repeatedly and expecting a different result. Yeah, the guys talked about that in the King's video, but that's real. And it and it, it, it comes across as scary. It is scary. Like from someone who's had stalkers, literally driving past my house and fogging up windows. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying because it's like, am I gonna have to shoot this nigga? Is this what's gonna have to happen? Yeah. Like, I think we've, we, we've talked, I've talked about it on previous episodes, but it's like, as a woman, 
especially a woman who's been through certain things, like you, you always are on edge when it comes to dealing with men because you're just and like actually or you're not I won't say a skeptic. You're a realist about exactly what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like when you get to that point where you could be a realist, a lot of people are like you're being negative. No. I'm thinking about what can potentially happen. Exactly. And not even being funny, nine times out of ten, I'm right. Exactly. When you just like go and, and you don't have that fairy tale mentality. Oh, he promised me this and he's gonna do that and we're gonna live happily ever after. Uh-huh. It's not gonna happen. It's like as long as I just it'll nope. be nah, sis. What when I need to jump out the closet on your ass, yes. you won't be mad. <laughs> Man, popping up at your job with his dick hanging out his fucking sweatpants and you looking crazy. No, no, oh no, Ooh. flashbacks. Oh stalkers girl obsessive because it gets to the point where you are unwilling to concede unwilling completely to be like okay i'll fall back you're completely unwilling to do that it is it's pushing your narrative like banging it over someone's head because you want it so bad and you refuse to let go of it or even change it because i'm like you don't necessarily have to be pushed out of someone's life completely but see, I feel like a thing with men is they don't want to be put in a friend zone. Neither do women. Because I know some women who were obsessive. Obsessive. To the point, to the detriment of themselves and what they're trying to accomplish because they're so busy chasing the wrong dude. And it's like, at what point do you start to think like, okay, he's not returning anything. None of this is reciprocal at all. I feel a certain way and he's honestly dodging me. So at one point do you say this as a woman, like I deserve better. I want, I deserve someone who actually wants me back and who will put in the energy that I want to put into them and then walk away. Yeah. Obsession is some bullshit because the person just does not see it. And oftentimes people confuse obsession with love. Yes. They oh, think, oh no, I, I love this person. No, you're obsessed. You're obsessed. It's you're a big obsessed. difference. Love takes time. Usually, love, it's, it's, yeah, it's obsession. I'm like, it's not who they are. It's your idea of who you of, of who they are. are. It's your yeah. idea of them. It is. It's often not based in reality at all. Mm-mm. They're somewhere floating in la la land, and it's like you are it, it. That that's crazy, but literally crazy. Because it, it can escalate a situation so far past what it should have been. Yep. You know, because now it's like, I, I refuse to let go of what I have in my head. Now what this person is showing me. And my thing is, and I, I say this literally daily, love is an action word. I need to see certain things from you before I can say that I love you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be monetary it has nothing to do with planning dates it has to do more with your character and i cannot see your full character right away it takes time you know which is one thing i can definitely say about dating friends or people who you already have a friendly rapport with Uh because you've gotten past a big hump (laughs) you know what i mean messing with somebody you kind of have history with you know even if they're like an acquaintance somebody that you've known for a good little while you've already got past a giant hump in the dating arena i trust you already 
I already know you're not a scumbag. Yep. You know what I mean? I kind of know what your motivations are because we've had way more dialogue outside of the romantic. Facts. Now I can kind of see like, oh, okay, this person's core fundamentals are equally yoked with mine. Mm -hmm. So the romance isn't as hard, especially if you have a natural chemistry. Yeah. So yes, I would love to at one point marry my best friend or somebody mm -hmm. who could be my best friend. Yeah. Who that's going to be? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> we not going to touch on that subject yet. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, girl, right there with you. I mean, I feel like the one time I didn't do that, you know what I'm saying? The one time yeah. that I, I wasn't like full friends with this person first and then, you know, let things transition if they transitioned into something else. Yeah, it didn't quite work out so well for me. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, but I'm like, it's something, like you said, it's something to be said for establishing foundation and getting yeah. to know someone. Just, but just getting to know core values is huge. Yeah. What motivates you? What do you want out of life? Mm. Because I feel like I'm the kind of woman that's very fluidic. I can adjust myself to your vision. Yep. And we don't have to share the same vision. As long as you got a little bit of vision. As long as you got it, a little bit of ambition. I'm naturally motivating. So yep. I can, I'm your cheerleader. I can motivate you. I can support you. I'm extremely resourceful. That's not a problem. Mm -hmm. But if we do not have a certain foundation, we're never going to get to that point. And I feel like with friendship, chemistry, compatibility can make for an amazing relationship. But getting all three of those at once is extremely hard. It's very hard. You know, and then, of course, it is love languages. Oh. Being it's able to interpret them. My bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think naturally, we want to show and give love the way we need to receive it. Yes. But it takes a certain amount of growth to realize that everyone is not, does not receive love the same way, nor do they show it the same way. Uh-huh. So it kind of goes to interpreting what that person needs. Like mine is physical touch and quality time. I don't need nothing else. I could buy my own fucking gifts. <laughs> I am my own act of service because I'm a mother. I do everything. Uh -huh. But I'm like, I need to be touched and I need to touch. Uh -huh. You know that as being my friend. I'm always all over you. Yeah. When am I never not in your lap? Facts. You know what I'm <laughs> and... I, I want to spend time with you. And it's like, it doesn't even have to be an extravagant date. It's simply mm -hmm. just time. I, I'm cool riding around the car, kicking yeah. it with the music. That is invaluable because the one thing you can never get back in life is time. Once your time is gone, that's it. There's yes. no pause. There's no rewind button on life. Once I have given you my time, I cannot get it back. Yeah, I mean, for me, I know it's definitely verbal affirmation. And yes, <laughs> those are my two. Like you gotta talk to yes. me, right? you know what I'm saying? You gotta say how you feel. Yes, you have to, and I don't mean like you have to. And it's like it's hard to explain because a lot of men interpret it like, oh, you have to be constantly reassured. And I'm like, it's uh, not so much that; it's as much it. as you have to tap into that energy for me. Like I have to hear you say it. Well, and you not just like I love you, I love you. I love you. You know what I mean? Well, it has to be you, deeper than that. You've always been extremely intellectual. 
it's how your brain works. Mm. So the words itself to you almost paint a picture in your head. Yes. So it, it just getting to know you would be like, okay, I could feel all over her, but she probably gonna punch me in my throat. Facts. <laughs> you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like, ah, too much, too much, back above me, ah, too much. Uh, and you sweaty, uh, it's hot, get off me. Uh, my boobs are sweating, it is hot, stop touching me. But on the flip side, if somebody was like, you know, I see what you're doing, I love your vision, I appreciate how motivated you are, who's really, you need someone who is constantly speaking life into you. Yes. But not just like the generic, you're a great mother, yada, yada, yada. You need it personalized for you. Mm-hmm. And that requires a certain amount of intellect, but not just the brainy IQ intellect, but a, a certain amount of emotional intellect as well. Yes. Like Whereas allow like, me to see me through your eyes. Through your eyes. That's all yeah. it is. And that's hard yeah. because like someone like me who has, you know, we talk about traumas all the time, yep. like who has past traumas, physical touch it's harder for me. It's hot, yep. You know what I mean? Like physical touch, like that's why you said you get go get punched in your neck. It's yep. not that I don't like to be touched. It's not that. It's just like it becomes too much very easily. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't register the same way for me. Like you can you can hug me and, and rub on me and do all of that, but it doesn't quite like make that connection for me. Cause for me, it's just like, well shit, if I'm laying with you, you're supposed to be touching me. So why would I think that that has more value right it, it to you is not in addition to it's yeah. standard it's dead yeah, is that, yeah exactly your in addition to is talk to me mm-hmm. verbalize how you feel to me because yeah. it does in your brain that paints a picture you know what no in my brain that paints a picture in yes. your brain it composes a song yeah there's a difference how you bring your oldest bestest friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah no in your brain it composes a song and the more this person feeds into you verbally it deepens the harmony and anyone who really has to kind of get to know you fundamentally has to realize that you need to hear it that's all it is you know Mm -hmm. what I mean hear it and then follow up and then show it yeah love is the action word you could say i love you all you want unless you show it it means nothing it means nothing because i overthink everything so you have to create a separate narrative and yes. it's like it, it it's harder for people to to understand that and i understand it just but when you meet someone your love language is not guaranteed to be theirs but the one thing that I hate is like, and I, I used to say this in previous relationships where I'm like, stop loving me the way that you want you to want love. To. That shit yeah. don't work for me. It does not. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, oh. I've been a victim of that. I mean, on flip side, on both sides, like mm-hmm. with one of my exes, he was not affectionate. And I am disgustingly affectionate. Mm. And I will always feel slighted because I was so focused on loving him and showing him love the way I needed. Mm. And it took me being like, okay, this is clearly not working. So I had to really take a step back and kind of almost look at us from outside of us. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not it. This is somebody who struggles with self-esteem and who's extremely insecure. Words of affirmation. Let me feed life into this person. And it worked a lot. Mm-hmm. And it changed things. It changed things a lot. You know, but I had to learn that with you too. 
Yeah. I was like, especially once we got to a certain level in our friendship, we were like spending, you know, nights at each other's houses and being spending amount of same amount of time. And it's just like, we were always together. And I'm like, she don't like my feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't I put my feet on her? Like, I put my feet on everybody. I don't understand. But I was like, but I was like, she don't like long hugs neither. Like, <laughs> We can't really cuddle. I cuddle. I mean, not the way I cuddle. You like, bitch, get all this off me. <laughs> Ugh. But I was like, okay, okay, this is this is not the way to do it. <laughs> so it, it, it translates over into friendships, also. Yeah. yeah. It does. Like, I know which one of my friends ahead that friends that I have to constantly be like motivate them. I yeah. see what you're doing. I love your growth. You know what I'm saying? I see you trying to build your brand. Like, I know who I have to verbalize how I feel mm-hmm. and who I have to run up on them and give them a big giant bear hug. But that takes me taking myself out of the equation. Yes. Because it's not about me. Yes. It isn't. It's about how you need to receive love. Mm-hmm. And that translates into everything. So it's like, if I start talking to someone and after the first few dates, I'm like, mm, it's not a hand holder. Mm. All right. It is. You kind of have to perform certain tests. Uh-huh. to see like how they you know start saying certain things or if like you know if I compliment them or say something to them and they're like oh you're just trying to hype me up okay words of affirmation that's not it either <laughs> or it's just like okay I'm like okay like I work at Costco you work out let me grab you some protein they're like yeah because I can't ever get into Costco there it is acts of service so it's like you really have to uh-huh. kind of it's trial and error but it takes an extremely unselfish person to even want to do that yeah because most people are like nah i'm just gonna give you what i want yep and that's trash trash it is (laughs) then it's like then you're like damn how do i push them away because you were being selfish yep you were only concerned with yourself you only value only your feelings were valid in this equation Mm. you were like eh, fuck they feelings facts you're gonna get what i give you that's horrible. Or the, the 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 situation that you run into where like people people come in the game as if they speak your love language and over time they and just flip fall, it. Oh, like they just fall off or fall back. And it's like yeah. for someone like me who's like super cerebral, very much in my head, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like I don't always verbalize, but I'm always thinking it. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. it'll be like, wait a minute. You haven't done this person hasn't done this in some time. This person hasn't done that. Why they're not talking like they used to? Why they're not doing like they used to? Like, hold up, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on here? What happened? And then I'll be real. I mean, you know, I'm I'm still talking to Jesus and, and trying therapy, you know what I mean? But it's hard not to internalize that, right? Like it's hard not to be like a lot of times the first instinct. So like for you, like if someone is you're super affectionate. But if the man you're with is not, but like he was initially, and then he right. stops, it's hard to say, oh, well, maybe that's just not his love language as much as it's like, what did I do? What I do? Why he ain't fucking with me? What's wrong with me? You not fucking, you know what I'm saying? And then when you try to approach the person about it and you get met with resistance or something like, oh, girl, I'm be forever thinking about this one. We could just join a club. We could just start a club. Oh, man. 
forever single. Like this is man. Look, let's segue right into action versus inaction. Like even Lonnie Love got a man, and she was happily single. That's a good damn point. Uh, now I'm feeling some kind of way. Like, let me just go ahead and order my cats at Petco. <laughs> Have them delivered. Um, so they're good. She she switched colors on the rainbow though. Is that is that? <laughs> I'm gonna order my cats. <laughs> I'll, I'll order the cats. It's cool. Let me get mad kittens. I don't like cats. What am I do? Let me get birds. Oh. No. My cats can eat them. <laughs> really? <laughs> fucking hate birds. Literally. I hate, cats. I hate cats. They have way too much attitude and way too much personality. That's why I love them. They're mm-hmm. giant furry assholes. And that for, first of all, that visual was gross. It was disgusting. I'm like, wait. Mm. <laughs> That was bad. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> action right. versus inaction. Is that what we talk about here? Yes, the showing of love. Oh. And that kind of goes with love languages. You, Everyone does not receive it the same way. You know, like, I'm totally cool if you just plan for us. And what would be the dopest date for me is a nice night. Doesn't have to be super hot. Probably fair weather, um, and somebody, and I've not you've seen this meme. They make their truck bed, pickup truck bed, up into like a picnic, mm-hmm. and then just listen to music and stargaze and just talk about everything the entire night. Perfect, because yeah. it does not require an insane amount of money, but it requires you to plan it, especially if you don't own the pickup truck. So that means you got to rent one for the night. Borrow your homeboy's truck, you know, get the comfortable pillows and blankets. Like it requires a certain amount of effort, but I just want the time and the cuddles. And then like, we could look up, you know. Yeah, I'm like, you ain't got to spend a lot of bread. You ain't got to do any of those. It doesn't have to be extravagant. What it has to be is specific. To to that person, it is. But that would be perfect for me. Or just like riding around in a car listening to music. Or like an established couple, you know, just cooking at the crib and Netflix and chilling. I'm a whole ass introvert. I am most comfortable in the crib. Uh I do have my days where I just want to go out and kick it, but home is where the heart is. And my heart is in my bed, chilling, wrapped up, snuggling with Baby Yoda. Like, (laughs) <laughs> like that that like it but it requires a certain amount of effort yes but it also requires you to be observant because how yes. do you plan a date from for someone that you don't even know what they like it's not based on what you want if i'm planning a date for you mm-hmm. what do you like it can't be like oh i like wrestling so we about to watch wrestling wait a minute sir oh, i'm sorry what that happens a lot it does happen. Yeah, for me, I think like even what you described sounds dope as long as it's not cold because you know I can't take that shit. But like that's amazing. Or just like for me, you know, music is like everything to me. You know what I mean? Like everything to me. I'm t- like the ideal date for me would be like jazz in the park. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a concert where you could be backstage. Ooh. 
That might be a lot, though. Still, you never know who you might meet with certain connections. True. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, that's good. That's like a good, we in a relationship date. That's a relationship date. Yeah, that's that's we together. That's definitely a relationship date. But you would need something where it's like you're not in a crowd with a bunch of people smashing into you. Facts. Still enjoy the music. Big difference. Because I'm like, we've been to concerts. Being in the concert, being bumped on, ugh, ugh, it's hot, sweaty, people screaming, yelling, singing off key all in your ear. I'm like, nah, bro. Hit me with some old school. Like, take me to go see Anita Baker in the in the park. You know that what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like hit me like, with that. Put out a blanket. Make sure I got a cushion because you know, I, you know what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> yeah, get some snacks. Snack. Give me some watermelon sour patches. We good. Yeah, you in there? Simple. Yeah, like I'm. To me, I always say, how much effort you put in is always going to mean more to me than how much money you spend. That's it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, even with, even outside of just like going on a date, like it's something about somebody sending you a song, me, a song in the middle of the day. That's a whole love language. It is. is. Me, like I promise you, it's a connection between my mind, my heart and my coochie. Like, Because every, you know, I listen to music all day, every day. And every time that song comes, I'm going to make sure that it comes up. Every time that song comes on, it's, you know what I mean? I'm a zero in on it. And and then that's another thing, like activating senses is huge when it's, when you're talking about showing love. And Mm -hmm. it's even like just little shit. Like when you hug someone and you smell their cologne, that ties to a memory. It does. Same thing with music. It's you're constantly mm-hmm. hearing it. You know, for me, it's art. You know what I mean? So mm. if you do something and it's hand-drawn and we do like a sip and paint, every time I look at this, it's tying it to a memory. Yep. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And I think that is extremely underrated in dating. Yes, so, I agree. It was one thing I noticed on Facebook, and I had to laugh at it because I'm like, Atlanta. But this guy posted, he was like, what is it with you broads? And Christmas lights. Like he was like, I don't like he was like, I don't understand why everyone wants to go to botanical gardens to see the Christmas light. And I'm like, that is one ex- inexpensive date that is a surefire way to get you in there. What? The ambiance itself is inherently romantic. Yep. And with the lights, it ties to the nostalgia of loving Christmas lights as a child. Mm-hmm. It's a memory. And then it is, it's the brightness of it. And if you really a G and you really like loving up on her, y'all walking in the park, you whispering sweet nothings, all of that, your cologne drags out her inner whole spirit. All of it, all of it ties in together and creates one amazing memory. Yep. For 50 bucks. You're going to have the best night of your life. You're going to have the best night of your life because I guarantee you, if y'all go to the bar after that and you get a little few drinks in her, she busting it wide open. Like a mother. Just based off that tiny bit of effort. First of all, inherently, bitches like shiny shit. Just keep (laughs) it safe. Christmas lights, jewelry, (laughs) glitter. We're basically human cats. It's like, oh, what is that? Did it? <gasps> Diamonds? It is. It is immediate. Immediate. 
This is almost every woman I know. I'm like, man, even I know, I know Dykes that like Christmas lights, man. You better stop playing and take that girl to botanical gardens. Take us somebody bonfire so she can see the flames jump and your dick jump and you bullshitting for the cheapest dates ever. Cheap dates. Yes. yes. And then, but then your trip, when the women are like, oh, he has to plan a $400 day to Sundial or SDK. And then you're like, I'm not spending that money. But when I give you an out of an inexpensive date that requires a tad bit more effort. Uh-huh. What is it with you bitches and lights? It makes sense. <laughs> And but it just don't like, be the niggas that'll that'll spend the four hundred dollars on the date and think that that's all they got to do, and they'd be like, "Little bitch ain't give me no pussy at the end of the night," because that was it was expensive, but it was easy. It's very easy. All you had to do was make a reservation on Open Door. So for me, showing affection ties into a little bit of all of it, where it is knowing someone's love language, and of course, the action versus inaction. And with showing affection, it does depend on their love language. Like for me, touching, touch me, touch me, touch me, spend all the time with me ever or whatever you can spare, you know, because I appreciate when somebody's super busy, booked up, but they take five minutes out of their day just to FaceTime me and be like, you know what, I just want to, I'm super busy. I just wanted to see your face, you know what I'm saying? Or even better, I had a stressful day and work has been kicking my ass. And I needed to see your face to make me feel better. Mm. For me, that is definitely a way that somebody can show affection and show love to me. Um, but again, it's, it's knowing someone's love language because I'm like, I could do that to you or you'd be like, yeah, but where are all the nice mushy words to go with it? Oh. Is that though? So it depends. You know, I'm like somebody who needs an act of service wouldn't necessarily appreciate that call as much as I would. You know what I mean? Somebody who needs words of affirmation would not appreciate Netflix and chill as much as I would. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like just being cuddled up on the couch eating popcorn and nachos, hella snacks, you know, some decent drinks, and just making an afternoon out of just vegging out and chilling. Yeah. So it does. It depends. I, yeah, you're right. I do I do need a lot of uh TOI, thinking of you moments. Like that mm-hmm. I can I can survive on those and little conversation if it's a busy day. You know what I mean? Like just a hey, I was thinking about you or I miss you or you know, whatever. Like that goes miles and miles with me. But when you're just like radio silent and hours go by and I never hear anything, it's just kind of like, oh, out of sight, out of mind. That or, yeah. Or like when it's like, when you feel like you guys would not talk unless you initiated conversation. Yep. Oh, that's the worst. It's shitty. Because yeah. it's like, so if I go radio silent, that means you don't even give a fuck enough to hit me up because the yep. phone does work both ways. That sure does. So I'm like, so if I... I don't, like, I don't like that moment of like, you know, hey, give me a call or hit me up when you're free. Like, it feels real, like, desperate-ish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because th- to me, I'm like, you. that kind of messaging goes out when you feel like that person is not going to take the initiative to just... It is. Call. And a good morning every morning 
as that don't cut it. And it's like if you wanted to speak to me, you would. Yeah. It is. And then it's just being able to And don't let it be in a place where you know that person's schedule. Yeah. Like you know their routine. So it's just like I know you free and you ain't say a damn thing to me or word. Like the memes would be like, oh <laughs> hours pass. Him, what you doing with her on another nigga's dick? That's basically what's happening. Because you've left me, again, this is, goes back to what you said. Now you need to compete with the narrative that I've created in my head. That's a fact. Because you've given me way too much time to overthink about what you're doing, as opposed to just being very simple and touching base. Like, yo, I'm busy. Yes, I'm thinking about you, but I can't really engage in a conversation right now. That's all I need. Touch base with me. That's it. Because if you give me one good morning text at eight, I text you throughout the day and get no response throughout the entire day. And then you don't hit me up until seven or eight o'clock at night. I have thought of 40 different things. Yep. Now, well, I, I won't jump to a conclusion per se, but now things are spinning in my head that would not normally be there. So by the time you come back around, like I said, you have to compete with that narrative because my narrative is created by me, my mind, my body, my spirit, right? So now that you got to come up against all of that shit and prove me wrong about you because I'd much rather walk out in the world thinking what I think than feeling stupid because I believed what you said. You know what I mean? Because then I would be kicking myself when I was right. <laughs> That's true. But look, welcome to the world of dating and overthinker. Listen, and it's like, I always say like the things that people, that men, that I'm just speaking personally, right? A lot of times the things that men like about me, right? The things that benefit them are also sometimes the things that trip them up. You know what I mean? Like the fact that I am such an intensive thinker, and I, you know what I mean? I'm always like, what's the next move? What's the next plan? That benefits the person I'm dealing with if they're doing something, right? Like that skill set, that thought process, yeah, it will have you, it'll make me do for you in ways that you've probably never been done for before. You know what I'm saying? It'll make me support and help grow whatever it is that you got going on in a way that that's probably never been done for you before. But it'll also make me question you in a way that you've probably never been questioned before yeah. you know what i'm saying like it'll make me question your intentions of going through a certain amount of questions before it does it, it goes back to your experience of when you go through certain shit it almost makes you an overthinker because it's like you're used to a certain level of fuckery and unless someone that can, can constantly prove that you're they're genuine and that they have the best intentions, you're always going to be like, well, what is he really doing? Is that really, was he being truthful? Did he ghost me? Like, what's, what's happening here? So it is, you think about it a lot more. And all that yeah. takes is sending a text message. But I was just about to say that. I was going to say, it's harder because text doesn't have a tone. It's not. So you're going to read that person's message in whatever voice you created. In your you know what I love? Voice, voice notes. <laughs> <laughs> because 
Send a bitch a voice note. You know what I'm saying? Send a quick snap video. Just be like, hey. Just to touch base. There are going to be so many times where I am busy. I'm on the run. Like when I'm at work, a lot of times I cannot have my phone. You know what I mean? So I can't have a certain level of dialogue. It can really only be like one word answers. I'll hit you back. You know, if somebody asks me, how's my day going? Eh, it's trash. I'll hit you back later. You know, but it's just that one voice note where I can be, you know, where they're like, you know, I'm just thinking about you. You know, you've been on my mind all day. I hope you're having a great day. You know what I'm saying? Stay motivated, queen. Like little stuff like that. Number one, I get to hear your voice. Whew, that right there. I get to hear your voice. But then you're checking in with me, mm-hmm. letting me know that you're thinking about me. And then I can hear the inflection in your voice. So I can't really create a narrative if I'm hearing it. Mm-hmm. I can't because then it's like, oh, that that text was real short. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you yeah. it doesn't give you room to even overthink it because it's like, oh. Yeah, I'd rather roll into the all space than the mm space. You know yeah. what I mean? No, like, the, mm-hmm. for me, it's like, yeah, you know, I I joked earlier, like, don't just say you love me, but it's like, but it's not that because I love you can be very generic. Yes. You want something that's more personalized to you. There's nothing like getting a message from someone who truly knows you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if it comes with certain gifts and little stuff that they know that you would like, it when they personalize verbal affection for you, that's honestly when you can really feel like, okay, this person really might be fucking with me. It's when you personalize it, you know what I'm saying? Or if it's like, when you know they pay attention, you know what I mean? When it's like, you, they know that you've been going through something, you know what I'm saying? Might've had something on your mind and they're like, hey, I'm busy. I'm just following up with you. How'd your interview go? Something like that. Or, oh, you had to go up to the kid's school. How was that? You know what I'm saying? Hope everything went well. I have to run back to work. But just that little personalization of a message mm-hmm. goes miles because that yeah. means you were paying attention. Yep. Or, hey, babe, I got caught up. I got 50 million things going on. But I just wanted to check in and just see how you was doing. I'll tell you that I miss you or tell you that. Like, that right there will make you go. "Ah." It's a breath of just relief because it's like, okay, I know I don't have, I have no reason to overthink. There's no jumping to conclusions. I don't have to create a false narrative in my head. We can continue flowing regularly. Simple. And that really only takes very, very, very little communication. I'm not asking for a whole fucking dissertation because one, I don't like to read novels. You start sending me a novel, I'm sending you thumbs up. Like I'm not reading all that. Give me the cliff note version. No, I love novel. I don't need a novel every day. That's too much, too much. But I need a novel every now and then. I need a nice, long-winded, deep, mushy-ass no. message. No. I need it. I need a, you are my starship. I need that. <laughs> no, don't send me that shit because you're going to get the thumbs up. I don't want to read all that. Oh, I do. I do. But I, I, but I am that. You are that. You, that's yeah. the thing. you need that verbal confirmation. Give me that in person. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about that real quick. That right there, Mm -hmm. that shit right there, like you can articulate in other ways, but when we in person, it's like, hell no. No, that's horrible too. 
That is the yeah, worst. It's like you feel like you're, I'm just giving you lip service. I'm telling, I'm texting you what I feel like you want to hear. But when I'm in yeah. front of you, I can't effectively emote. I can't say shit. There's nothing. I can't, I can't, I can't give you anything. Uh-huh. That's horrible. Because I need it. I'm physical. I need it in person. Yep. Whether you say it or you say it with your tongue on certain body parts. Either way, it's fine. Either way, it's cool. No, see, that's the thing. Like physical touch to me, like we can have amazing, phenomenal, mind-blowing sex. That is not an indicator to me of how you feel about me. It just means I make you feel good and you make me feel good physically. You know what I'm saying? But emotionally, yeah. it doesn't speak to me emotionally. But um, I, I know my traumas. There's a disconnect for me. You know what I'm saying? So like if you make... And then some niggas... Let's keep it a stack. Some niggas don't know the difference between fucking and making love. They don't. That's a valid point. They don't. There's a very, very big difference. There's a major difference. It's a, it is. It's a, it's a mountain in between both of them. It's, oh. it's a huge difference. It is. And so some dudes, which, you know, they just be, they just be fucking and it'd be great. You know what I'm saying? But it's not that level of like. Intimately at all. Yeah. And that's, I need, to, I need to intimately. Like, I need to feel like our sexual experience needs to feel like I'm floating through the fucking galaxy. Yep. And if it does not, somebody's gonna take a clip of that noise. Somebody's gonna take a clip of that noise that you just made. <laughs> Make me go viral. Look, build up business for me. This is free marketing. <laughs> attractive chef who's also a fucking idiot like yes yes i'm funny too <laughs> jesus but yeah it, it is because i'm like that disconnect is giant huge where it's like mm, i'm gonna just not do anything i'm not gonna call you back or text you i'm gonna be like it's a no for me dog it's a no for me dog it's a no for me dog i feel you though like that's the thing, like, if, if you can, I'm I'm 100% a sapiosexual, so you got to get up here, you know what Absolutely. I'm saying? And I'm like, but if you don't, if you're not communicating with me before that, like, oh, I'm a fuck, we finna get it popping, because more than likely, it's been a minute, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to still feel exactly how I felt about you before we got it popping. Ain't Absolutely. nothing changed. I'm not no more locked in. If I, I, if I can't connect with somebody intellectually, you have now moved into the space of jump off. That's all that is. This is 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 the most depressing thing in the world to have to move a man mm. that you love and care about into the jump off zone. It is. That is so sad. It just means that like good dick, terrible personality. Like it just means. That is that's so exactly what it means. Oh, exactly what it means. man. We connect physically, but in no other way. And I'm okay with that because I'm a fuck and they keep moving. Mm, but I'm going to at least try to warn a nigga like, say no. You know what I'm saying? Say no. That's the difference between me and you, nope. okay? But I'm like, I'm going to try to give you fair warning. I'm going to be like, bro. It's shaky, shaky. I need you to tighten it up. Morning. Because I'm going to communicate it before we get to this point. If you miss yes. all them cues, 
and then get lost in the abyss of amazing pussy and head and forget it, I'm out. Mm -hmm. That meme with the little kid that pops up with the puff and he disappears, that's me. <laughs> For me, I always try to tell people like, it might take you a long time to get into my heart. It's a quick push out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially at this point in my life, it's like, oh yeah, I'll, it'll take you a couple weeks, months, years, whatever, to get a spot. But when you, I'm gonna warn you, when you fuck it up, you're gonna be like, wait a minute, all this time I put in, I'm like, should have so, kept all this time you put in, but you still did not bother getting to know me. Fundamentally, you still bothered not even doing that. You missed every single hint, even when I was blatant and extremely straightforward over your head. You missed it. So that makes it even worse because you took so much time to get in there and learned absolutely nothing about me. Facts. And then you're like, oh, she cut me off like I was his hands. How'd this happen? Because you paid no fucking attention. That's how that happened. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, we're way too old for this. And yep. I'm naturally a communicator. Mm. Not even being funny, I have known exactly what I have wanted and needed from a man for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like, I could probably list off bullet points verbatim repeatedly. You know, so I'm like, as I get older, I am more willing to compromise. Candace gives me shit for this all the time because I cut people off, especially men, so quickly because I'm like, I got time for this shit. Now, she's going to see this and she's going to think about the last situation. I was correct. I was right. At the end of the day, I was right. <laughs> Fucking hot. Because I'm like, nah fucking red flag something's not right and she's like stop cutting everybody off so quick gosh you're so ruthless at the end of the day you was right all right i gotta own that too i sat in that same space it tells you the same shit so it's like i'm trying to give niggas a chance i'm trying to but you know look i i own my bullshit i be trying to get my friends to give niggas chances but i won't be necessarily doing the same shit in my own life exactly. like, like every scissor hands too though am with the bullshit like exactly. fuck around and get I cut fuck off. at compromising where if you're hitting every single other mark and there's a checklist i'm checking you all and it's one it's not a full check but I feel like we could work on it, but you've hit every other box. Okay, and that's why I was willing. I was like, all right, every other box is kind of checked. I was right anyway. Because mm. my intuition is amazing. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing too. Like, I feel like my, my heart has a humming beacon on it. Like I can tell when I'm when, when I'm where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> The problem is, yeah, like the problem is like getting through that shit. You know what I mean? And then for me, it's like, if I tell you like, I'm with you, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. That requires an exceptional level of vulnerability and openness for someone like me. Yeah. And to bring it full circle, like if you act like you're entitled to that part of me, if you don't give me reciprocal energy, if you don't try to at least speak my love language and show me through your actions that you love me too. It's a dub. It's a dub. It's a dub, 
Real simple. You like how I did that shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) One reason going over these bullet points, I picked them is because they all tie into each other. Mm -hmm. You know, because like I'm sitting there, like I'm looking at my phone now and I'm like, I'm checking off what we've already kind of gone through. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, honestly, all of this ties together. Because like the next one I was looking at was physical attraction versus mental attraction. And I need both. At this mm-hmm. point, because I will say, like, especially with my ex-husband, I didn't fall for him physically at first. At first, it was like that minor attraction where he was like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. but then I got to know him and I was like, wow, we had almost everything in common, everything, you know, very similar temperament. So it was like when we met in person, chemistry was crazy. And it was like, but it was very easy to get in the swing of things with him because of how compatible we are. Well, this has been dope. You know I love you. This is basically our conversations we have on the phone anyway. Yes, yes, yes. So maybe maybe the other people in our lives will feel a little more comfortable about what we be talking about. <laughs> they be like, these bitches be playing world domination on the phone. We're not. I swear, it's personal growth. Personal yes. growth. Yes, Look, calling each other on each other's shit. Right. You know what's so crazy? The one thing I can honestly say that you and I have been both been talking about for honestly since we really reconnected has been being someone's wife again and being committed again and what that looks like and going through the ups and downs. Um, I've really just been bullshitting for the most part. You know, my last experience was I got my hopes up. It wasn't what it was, but he let me know that the amount of work that I've put in to grow as a human being, not even just a woman, has put me in a position to be an extremely effective spouse. Oh. And I want it again, because for a while I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want it. I just, but now I'm like, wow, I can possibly open my heart up to someone fairly easily, but I also am like, I'm still a skeptic. I'm still a realist. Yep. It's not easy. For me, you're right. I think I've, I've made that transition. It's just, it's not it's not an easy transition to have made um it and it, it 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 requires a lot of questioning for somebody like me you know what i mean because you don't want to who wants to make the same mistake twice who Never. wants to lean and into a situation honestly, after you come out of some bullshit? Yes. And, and then that's, like, that's been what's going through my head. It's like, you know, my last encounter was definitely more platonic, at least relationship anyway, than uh-huh. romantic. And I'm like, I need a combination of both. I need you to be my friend, but I need you to be my lover above anything else. Yes. In every sense of the word, you know, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, just being there to support me, it does. It needs to be a little bit of everything. And I, I can't say that I've given up hope. <laughs> For a while I did. I was like, mm, I'm probably be I remember those. I remember those phone calls too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Where it was just like, I just don't, I don't see it actually happening because it's it's not like I don't have the exposure. It's not like I don't have options. But are they really options if the feelings aren't reciprocal? Mm. For me, it's keep the same energy. Man, 
to 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 get to to get for a person to get to where they they've gotten right it's to keep the momentum what i've experienced keep that same energy it is consistency is humongous and it's like the second that you fall off you open up you creak that door for another motherfucker to slide in like tom and jerry you do you kind of you you open up the opportunity for a funny motherfucker to make your girl laugh you open the door up for somebody who is able to verbally emote to snatch your girl from right up right up, un, underneath you like oh she was she was here just a second ago where'd she go she's gone <laughs> <laughs> But that had, but you know what? On the flip side, it's the same with women. We let ourselves go. Mm -hmm. We start wearing holy ass leggings and dusty ass fucking white beaters to bed. Mm -hmm. Spicy, it is. It's just the beat. Smell like the fried chicken you made for dinner. I feel you. I feel you, girl. I feel you. It's like I go from making chef level meals to hit his pork and beans, go nigga. <laughs> that's and yes. when you think about it though that's exactly what it is it's a drastic change and that is exactly how you lose someone is not being consistent yep not being consistent not keeping the same energy not um not listening you know not listening and not like you said you have you don't you don't just speak life into a person you have to speak life into a situation you do you know what and i mean like even the power of manifestation Yes. Wholeheartedly. Like, I'm not even being funny. I would not be living in a different state if I did not manifest this move. And mm -hmm. you can. Your words are literal energy. And yep. the more that you speak negatively or you allow yourself to stay in a very negative space mentally, and that's all you happen to talk about. You know what I'm saying? This person did this. This situation happened. You know what I'm saying? Number one, it proves that you're not over it. And that you need to move on, but it proves how stuck you are in a very negative headspace. The more you think positively, and I, I know this from being getting divorced. So I was in shambles getting divorced, shambles, like just devastated. But the more I started thinking about what my future would look like happy, as opposed to what my present looks like unhappy, my life completely changed. So it is, you really have to think about the power and the energy that you give certain words and certain emotions because they absolutely affect you. And that's honestly exactly what prayer is. Mm -hmm. Putting your intentions, setting them, putting all this positive energy into talking to God and you're expecting him to respond and giving you what you want. Exactly. And that is how God works. God gave you free will for a reason. Mm -hmm. So you can do that to give yourself, it is supposed to be self-motivating. And I don't think a lot of people see it that way. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not going to be miracles. It's supposed to be for you to put in the work to get yourself there. Uh-huh. Say it again, friends. Say it again. But you know what? I envision an amazing future for both of us. I will be wearing black and or cranberry at your wedding. And you will be wearing white at mine because that's how I'm about to give it up the next time I do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, wearing a black dress, bridesmaids in white. Like, we're like, you know, two awesome, mature, amazing, beautiful, but I feel like that didn't need to be said because they could see us. 
women who have lived and grown and experienced. And at this point, it's just like, baby, I'm just looking for my equal. You know what That's I mean? It. That is it. I'm just looking for my equal. But you know what? I'm not looking. I'm waiting. There you go, girl. That's it. Not looking. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That's it. And I'm ready. Man, I'm so ready. And, but I'm you know, it took a very long time to be ready. This took a lot of emotional growth to be ready. This took a lot of therapy to be ready. This took a lot of tears and self-reflection and being like, you know what? In every situation, it's not the other person. Sometimes I am toxic. And knowing what that looks like and then having the motivation to grow past your own toxicity, that's huge. Most people do not have that level of self-accountability. I learned a very long time ago that I know damn well I ain't shit. I know I'm not. And I walk in my ain't shitness, but I've walked out of it <laughs> to grow. But you have to, when you realize that it's like, okay, so I know what I want out of life and I know what I want to be. And I ultimately desire to be a partner and to be a wife. How do I get there? That means stop not being shit. <laughs> that's very simple because women ain't shit too like it's not just men yeah for me i had to open i had to i had to let down some of the walls you know what i'm saying like i was like ah you ain't gotta punch a nigga in the neck with your mouth you know what i'm saying like that's hard though that's that's very hard but you know what i'm saying you ain't gotta you ain't gotta a bruh every nigga you know what I'm saying? That you come across. Like, yo, son. Yeah, because I, I pick up my, my nigga picks up real fast. Like, hey, yo, my dude. My dude. Like, what is you doing, bro? What is you doing? Like, yeah. And it, 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 it was very hard to let somebody in and be like, okay, wait, maybe they not trying to play me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they do have my best, my best interest at heart. You know, like, oh shit, they care about my kids. Wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like that took a, that took a lot. So, yeah. Because you just, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to, like I said earlier, you don't want them to go through the same shit twice. Oh, girl. Wow. This has been, been a nice little session. We should do this more often. We will be doing this more often. <laughs> and, you know, let me go ahead and say it for the people on the cameras and the stuff like that. So, like I said, usually Mike is here, but tonight I just needed to do some girl time. I wish it could be in person. But yeah, I needed some much needed girl time. But I did he's with me. Like when repping I'm repping his business, I'm repping his company, Zanzin Ryu. Y'all make sure y'all go check that out on Instagram. Um and go take one of them self-defense classes. So he's still here with us, but tonight it was a ladies only type of situation. I just needed my bestie so we could talk about real shit. Seriously, I think it was necessary. This is good. This is great. And in a couple of years, when we're both like resettled, remarried, we're gonna go back and look at this video and be like, "Girl, like, <laughs> you gotta be like, man, come through growth." Was this is where we was what? at? Like, what is that? It is. It's gonna be great. See, look, I'll be sitting here with my boo. You gonna be sitting there with your boo. We gonna be like, damn. We gonna have to do a video with them. As I stroke his beard, maybe some locks. Be like, babe, look at this. Oh, you know, years ago. You already know. 
you already know. You know what I'm saying? With my thigh, boo. I ain't gonna know what he look like. Just know I love him. <laughs> and I put my mouth on his stuff. <laughs> that reminds me of a meme, but we're not gonna go there. <laughs> so bad. Oh, I thank you. You're welcome. Mm, love you long time. Love you too. Niggas got me fucked up. You ain't got a problem, but you want one. I don't want nobody in my call If I want a nigga, I'ma call one. You niggas got me fucked up. I don't even think that I can love one. I don't even think that I can trust one. I don't even think that I can love one.